today I want to talk about your anchor in life. We're going to talk about why peace is so important in the home. Stop trying to lead and make decisions all the time. You should not be proud if you raised your voice and screamed at them. No matter what. No matter what. I'm Cass. I'm Catherine. Why am I allowing him to do this in front of our children? Why am I allowing this to happen at all? You don't get to say whatever you want to a man and push him to the point where he snaps. I might have been a really bad man the other day, but today I went out of my way to be a good man and she thanked me for it. Is that you always want to act in the direction you want to go. So. He is just a paycheck. What about his needs? We're moral marriage. Let's flip divorce statistics with the new marriage. Hey, it's the Moral Marriage Podcast where we are diving in, giving you, well, real stories about our terrible, terrible, abusive, toxic, disgusting marriage that hey, we have now just flipped. We just 100% flipped. We're inspiring couples all over the world. Inspiring couples. I thought you said couples. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Um, inspiring couples all around the world. And we're so damn proud and thankful for you guys, all your support, just watching social media grow getting new people in front of us every day. I just want to say a big thank you for that. Uh, today, I want to talk about your anchor in life. I think this is a really valuable topic, okay? I want to, you know, you know I'm going with this yet? No. Okay, so if you think about success, man or woman, okay, there's really only three things that everything in life that you would consider makes you successful three categories that those fall into and it's health ooh, wealth, answer to this one. and relationship you know the anchor no i just said ooh, oh i know the answer <laughs> you know the answer is everything she's the most intelligent woman on the planet oh. um okay health wealth relationships and so the problem that i have is that most people settle for one or two i don't if you don't believe me after after the episode okay go to google and start searching people start searching the people you know that are wealthy because that's typically what we consider successful. Some people don't. Some people think about relationship, their family, you know. Um, but overall, like really go look who's out. There's not a lot of people who have it all, health, wealth, relationships. Okay. It's, it's not very common. Okay. I would like to encourage more people to have all three. One of the things I pride us on is that, we have all three and then we can help people have all three. You know, sometimes people say, you know, well, what makes you different than other programs, Cass? Like there's men's programs just in and well, first of all, they didn't probably save their marriage. And second of all, they're probably only, you know, um, focused on your relationship. That's it. You know, like they might give you a workout program with someone else, but I own a gym for 22 years. Oh, by the way, it was a seven, seven figure brick and mortar gym. That doesn't happen by the way, go Google it. And so, uh, well, we did. We all knew. She was brilliant with it too. Oh, but well, it's compliments. So, I'm, so. I'm just feeling so in love today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so what I want to do is encourage you with a different thought process. So you see, almost every guru out there is going to talk about um, your health. You know, your morning routines, uh, your daily affirmations, and and I do believe in all of these things. I absolutely do. We both keep. I don't know how much of that you teach. I know you do core values. Um, I don't do the morning routine thing. You don't do I that? I feel like women are forced into a morning routine. Because of the you're kids. Really, yeah, you're yeah. really good with the kids in the morning. Thank God, because sometimes I'm a zombie. Uh, every morning I'm a zombie. I <laughs> sense sometimes yeah, from. I have no idea. But moms are forced into a morning routine because in often, general, right? oftentimes moms are the ones that carry most of that load. Right. 
and especially like I mean, you still wake up. I don't even hear the kids half the time if they wake up. Like you're oh, like nighttime. Nighttime, mm -hmm. yeah. I don't. I think all of those things are important. I believe that you need to have morning routine. You know, uh, my routine right now is I'm up at three, and then I've got my affirmations. Really, it's coffee time. And then I'm going to uh, get to the gym. I'm going to work out for an hour and 45 minutes. Then I'm going to come home. I'm already doing my morning email for everybody. I'm getting the kids milk ready while I'm having another coffee. Then I'm waking the kids up. She's in bed. I'm getting her coffee ready. This whole is a routine. And you walk the dog. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I forgot about Goose. And so um, essentially the reason for this is simple. It's a daily routine. Actually, I recently started on Sundays. I don't do it in the morning. Um, I like to sleep a little longer, but uh, sort of a catch up. I am getting old, uh, you know, 43 now. I'd like to do a little catch up, but I don't recommend that unless you know you can stay disciplined and get onto it. It's a whole other episode. Um, so it's all important. I'm not discrediting that. I, I you, you must work out. You, you, you need to. You, a routine will help you. The affirmations will help you. Your core values, knowing them, repeating them. You know, there's a new plot of land that we want to get. We drive by it every week after church. We want to see our house on that land. You know, like all of this is important. And usually the gurus will tell you it starts with your health. I totally disagree. I totally disagree. How do you really feel? It makes me angry. And I just want to be clear. It's not rocket science. For most people, if your relationship is out of whack, your whole life is out of whack. I mean, you, you go to the gym. And by the way, we owned a gym for 22 years. If they had a bad day, they might not have even come. You're the same. Okay. If they did come, sometimes they just cry. So I remember this. Remember, remember Sylvia, the story of Sylvia? I was just like giving her a hard time. Like I was a sarcastic trainer. I was a, how would you describe me as a personal trainer? Uh, you were sarcastic. Sarcastic. Fun. You were kind of a jerk like, in the beginning. Kind of a jerk. Yeah, yeah was, like yeah, like before he fell in love with me, he was a jerk, and then he got really nice, and then he went to jerk again. Anyway, we're getting off. Track. We're, we're getting off track. I remember just. I remember saying to Sylvia, "Get to work, get to work." Sylvia was a longtime client, and and so she just burst into tears. She wasn't working because she was having a bad day. Actually, the last year and a half of having the gym before we lost it with COVID was um, my job specifically was accountability and calling people. Making sure they're coming to the classes, making sure that they're doing okay. Do they have any questions? Are they eating right? How are they, are they but, sleeping? But bigger. It was like, instead of the reason why, you know, like you might not understand this because a lot of like, owners wouldn't do that. You'd normally have a trainer do that. Okay. But the reason why I did that for my group fitness clients was because I knew there was more. I started to get into, oh, wait a minute, what's going on at home? Whoa, what's happening? What's happening with like, oh, okay, wait, you just talked about your job, but is everything okay at home? Oh my gosh, your business is also being affected. Your job is being affected. This, they weren't working out well. They were suffering at work. You guys are in a fog. I know it. I lived in the fog for my entire adult life. And it was the biggest fog ever with you, with Catherine. Like, because... You want so much more, but you can't think clearly. Think about it. Like you're going to go to the gym and you're going to work hard when you like you can't even focus. Don't don't fall into what they tell you. What do they say? Oh yeah, go work it off the stress. Go work. Out. There is value in that. But if your mind's not in, you're not pushing to your limit. I don't care who you are. On a whole, it's not really the case. I know that some of you can. I'm not going to say it's everyone. You're, you're telling me that 
I'm wrong after training people for 22 years. By the way, I did the training for most of the two decades, eight hours a day, like 15 to 19 women in a class. Well, not always with some men too, but I know it. I saw it. And men that I work with are all the same. And it's way more men that I've worked with in the last two years than I ever trained in my entire life. Okay. It's, believe it or not, two decades versus two years. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. That's crazy. Um, so you're not, you're not lifting properly. You're not working as well. You're not focused. Literally, we want distraction is a big piece of it. It's massive. You just want more, mm-hmm. right? Uh, how about let's talk about women for a second. Like if your marriage isn't doing well, how does that affect you with your parenting? Terrible. You know, I I hear a lot of women who take it out on their kids accidentally. They're fighting with their husband. They're angry with their husband because their husband doesn't clean something up. And then all of a sudden they're freaking out about the mess and using the children as the excuse to why there's a mess. But really they're not mad at this. It's not a mess that the children made. It's just general mess. And they're angry at their husband, but they're not yelling at their husband. They're yelling at their kids about the mess. Mm-hmm. or whatever it is, they're short-fused with their kids. It has nothing to do with being angry with their husband. They're not connected with their husband, so they're short-fused with their kids because they're lacking in this goal that they had for their nuclear family, their white picket fence family. They don't have it, so they're angry. They're resentful. Mm-hmm. Let's let's flip it for a second now just to give people a different perspective. Let's say you're at work and you have a terrible client. Terrible. Like, oh, let's use comments on social media because everybody knows how much fun that is when people are douches. Oh, my goodness. Right? Um, Because if you don't like us, by the way, just shut it off. Why give us the crazy comment about how you don't like our swearing or our tattoos or that we're not licensed or whatever the fuck. Or that we're ugly or what? Yeah, what and what? What? Go find someone you do like or shut up. We don't care if you think we're ugly. But that can be frustrating. You know, Uh, I literally, I I said to Catherine this week, I need to take a break from trying to help men who don't want help. Just need a break from that for a while. They don't want help. Fuck them for now. I just need a break. Right. And, but here's the thing. I'm no fool. What are we going to call that? That's an interaction. If that's an interaction between two people, what would that be? A relationship. What does that mean? That when I'm with my family, with Catherine, it's affecting me. Right. I'll give you exactly what happened. Right before I made that decision, I felt frustrated and I was about to have my time with Catherine for the night. Okay. And I just, that's going to change the tone. So I immediately said to Catherine, I've made a decision. I'm not going to be commenting. That already released so much pressure. I'm not going to work with those men right now. If they want to be in a position where they don't want help and they want to be rude and they just want to troll, and they, they don't want to scroll to the next person that they can, I just won't deal with it. It relieved the pressure and I was allowed myself, meaning for me, able would be a better word maybe, to be productive in my relationship with Catherine. Be involved, be present. Because he wasn't thinking about the negative conversation that would have happened. If he would have commented nine times out of 10, that angry person comments back and it turns into a conversation back and forth where then now you're frustrated. We're dealing with it while we're trying to have our time. That's right. And it brings frustration into our time, which I can usually diffuse pretty well. We work work really well together that way. I get really offended by people and I get, I, I handle it. I get less offended when... Uh, it's him. I get hurt for him. And I just, I want to put the person in their place in a really delicate way. Oh, honestly. So we yeah. handle it really well together, but it's just, a, it's a waste of time and energy when we could be talking about something positive. So when he allowed himself permission, basically is what he's saying to let it sit and not involve himself in that relationship with someone who doesn't deserve to be in a relationship with you. It's going to be negative. It's going to drain your energy. That's right. It allowed you to 
focus on your relationship with me. That's right. And not talk about work and negativity and all those things. Now, I just, I don't want to spend too much time on that. Thank you for that, honey. I think it's really important to understand if you can see it the other way, right? You have a bad day, you come home, you're stressed. Oh, I'm stressed. Sorry, I'm not frustrated. You're probably not even saying sorry, I'm not frustrated with you. Like, let's be real. Okay, that's why you're listening to this podcast. Come on. And so uh, if you can really recognize that, though, as in a different example flipped, go back to what's real. It's relationship. Your anchor in your life is your relationship. Or it can be your mother effing booster. Okay, your booster rocket. When you get that down pat, you better believe I'm working out for an hour and 45 without distraction. I'm focused. Go. I'm going hard. You better believe 3 a.m. comes a lot easier because I had a better sleep. I'm not frustrated. I'm not lonely. I'm not feeling isolated. I'm not feeling angry. I'm not feeling insecure. I'm not feeling afraid of my future. So I sleep like a baby next to my hot wife. Okay? And our two-year-old. <laughs> and our two-year-old little <laughs> bastard. I had to throw that in. <laughs> little <laughs> bastard. He kicks me in the head sometimes. And, <laughs> oh, sometimes I think he wants to hold my hand. I think it's so cute. And then I realize, no, he just wants to move me. Oh, yeah. He wants to move me away from his mama. Like what? In the Anyway, so it's just it's just better. What does that mean? Same thing for work. I can meet more men with a better attitude and show up with no distractions, being there for them, thinking clearly. The fog is real and it's your anchor. Get a hold of the skills you need to solidify what you're doing in your relationship so you can show up in your life. And then it's game on. Now look out when you're focused on your health. You know, I would say it's that order. I would say it's relationship, health, and then wealth. It will just stack and it will just grow and it will take off. Honestly. Mm -hmm. Can I add one more thing? Please. So for those of you that don't know what a booster rocket is, I heard it on the radio years ago. And a booster rocket is a small rocket that's attached onto the big rocket. And it helps it get through the atmosphere. It helps it get to space. Without the booster rocket... The rocket, which is the most important piece, can't do what it needs to do. And so we use the analogy that I'm his booster rocket and he's my booster rocket. And so what he's saying with this is you can have your relationship be your anchor because it's going to hold you back from everything else. Or you can have it be your booster rocket, meaning when your relationship is is intact, it's going to help propel you to heights that you've never been. So that's the analogy of the booster rocket. For those of you that don't know, if you've heard that for the first time, you're welcome. I remember when I heard it the first time. I thought it was the most amazing thing. And we use that analogy all the time. We do use it. I mean, I even use it when I'm coaching men. I'll say something like, you know, the goal is to inspire, to lead. And you're creating, you're trying to be her booster rocket. That's a leader. Okay. And you're creating her to be a booster rocket or the opportunity, I should say. Right. So that she can boost you. You, That's why I'm always like, if you give more, you're going to get more. Like you don't have to try. Don't give to get. It's going to naturally happen happen. because you boost and your partner is not going to. She's not going to want to be down there if you're flying up here and vice versa. Okay. All right, guys. See you next time. See you.